0: Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What are the chances that fucking um, Derek Jeter is going to be here across the street from my job at MLB? What are the chances... Oh my god. Is that him? No, that's not him. Why am I... I'm fucking crazy, I swear to god. He's not going to be here. He's probably in Florida chilling with his fucking team. He did... Maybe he's here. Maybe he'll come. Oh my god, I love him. What if he comes? If he comes, I might shit myself. Like, if he comes here and I see it and there's like a big fucking... Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Fucking, uh, kuk- nope. <laughs> cacophony. What the fuck word is that? That cacophony. Fucking, uh, c- or f- f- <laughs> What's the word I'm thinking of? There's a fucking, um, a big hoopla. <laughs> That's not the word i was thinking of, but it's basically what I'm trying to say. What if, like, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, chaos. There it is. There's, like, chaos going all over the place. So they're like, Derek Jeter's coming. Derek Tarr- Jeter's coming to do an interview at MLB because, you know, he's the fucking newest, um, Hall of Famer person. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god, what if he comes here and I see him in person? Oh my god, I love him so much. Like, I should come in like, a fucking bog out. Like, oh, gosh, come on. What am I talking about? Like, what are you talking about? His wife is so fucking hot. Like, why? Like, like shut your face. face. Just, just be a bum Like, you're hard. <sighs> I just needed to get these thoughts out. Um, okay. I'm driving now. I should probably stop talking. Bye. On that note... Welcome back to Life is a Moon. So, guys, I recorded that like two days ago. When exactly was it? I recorded this on Wednesday. So two days ago I recorded this. And obviously this is after the news of um, Derek Jeter got inducted to the... Well, not technically inducted. He, I guess, is it? He's inducted? Whatever. He's the new, um, one of the new, because there was two of them that got him and... Don't remember the other guy's name because I only care about Derek Jeter. Um, they, he, he's the new Hall of Famer for the Baseball Hall of Fame. So he's on his way to fucking Cooper's Town. Honestly, who doubted it? Nobody because it's fucking Derek Jeter. But whoever that one motherfucker is that didn't make it unanimously, like how Mel did last year, I'm just saying he's a fucking hater. Or he's like a Red Sox fan and he's just fucking hating on Derek Jeter like an asshole. Or, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, Maybe, you know, um, he just forgot. Maybe his pen or her pen, whoever the people are that are voting, maybe that person's pen just ran out of ink and he was like, oh, fuck, damn it, which I highly doubt. But yeah, so <laughs> Derek Jeter is one of the newest Hall of Famers. And I, you guys don't understand how much I love Derek jeter when he retired in 2015 was it 2015 am i lying no i'm pretty sure it was 2015 you know what i'm gonna google this because i don't want to be an asshole and be like oh my god i love Derek jeter i don't know shit about him i know things i know his name is Derek sanderson jeter i know he was born june 26 1974 pretty sure that's what his birthday is hold on i'm on google right now but yeah so that was a recording of me i work across the street from MLB, um, and sometimes, you know, I'm assuming, unless if they have, they probably do have a all over the place, but I'm pretty sure this MLB that's across the street from my job is where they do their interviews, so where they have, where you see the MLB show on, uh, on TV or whatever, and you see them that they're on um, a diamond and they're doing interviews or whatever, I'm pretty sure that's where, across the street from my job, that's like where their studio is. Why is this up on my side of my fucking thing? Go away. Go away. Why are you here? Go away. Go away. How do I make you go away? Oh, I got it. I got it. What is that noise? I swear, there. I think there's a skunk on like, by my, like not by my house, but like um under my house. Because yesterday there was the biggest stank of skunk flowing through these fucking windows. And I might have gag. What did I drop? Oh, should I drop something? What did I drop? I don't know what I dropped. But anyway, like I was saying, because Derek Jeter is now a Hall of Famer, they do interviews at MLB, and they kind of break down the game, his biggest moments, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm pretty sure where across the street from my job is where they do it. So... I could have, I could have possibly saw him because I think on Wednesday was the day that they did do the interviews because I found out that he did come to New York for an interview for like the press conference that they do for the, um, the Hall of Famers. And they do, I don't know if he came over to Jersey where the MLB place is, studio is, (laughs) Um, I don't know, but I'm hoping that's where he, they came. Honestly, it doesn't really matter because I didn't see him. But just to be in the same vicinity is fucking awesome. And, um, I forgot what I was saying because I just read a text message. (laughs) Anyway, um, oh, I was Googling his, um, when he retired. Derek Jeter, the love of my fucking life. Derek Jeter retired when, when, when? 2014. And it was off by a year. Anyway, so, (laughs) Derek Jeter retired in 2014 and that was the day baseball no longer m- mattered to me. I was always a Derek Cheater fan more than a Yankee fan. You know what I'm saying? So I was right on his birthday. See, June 26, 1974. I love you so much. I love you so much. Um, but yeah. So I've loved Derek Cheater since I was probably six years old. He's been the love of my life. I um, we we were got married. I don't know if he remembers this, but we got married while I was very young. Sounds wrong, but it's not what you think. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, he's my husband. All my friends know he's my husband, um, and he when he retired, it's like baseball meant nothing to me. So, um, which is funny because my if my family is uh, very baseball, all about baseball. What the fuck do you want from me, Mac? Like, leave me alone, dude. Sorry, my fucking computer wants me to update some shit. Go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah. So my family is very all about baseball. Growing up, I played sports. I watched my brother play baseball all my life. And baseball is kind of all I knew. Baseball and softball. Because I played softball um, throughout high school and stuff. And he was kind of like... Derek D was like my fucking idol. Like, the play he did... Was it 2003 against the Red Sox when he, I think, and I'm pretty sure it was a regular season game. It's not like it was a postseason game, but that's the, 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 the dedication and, and ethic and work ethic that this man has. And yes, I love him so much. Um, the work ethic and he didn't give a fuck about his body type shit that he do like he went for, it was a foul ball down the, the right, f- up. down the third baseline, it was a foul ball. And um, he was running for the ball. It was between it was him and A Rod. A Rod fucking gave up. Whatever. Um, and Vegeta kept running for it, and he caught it. And it was right at the um, the wall. And he flipped over and fucked up his face. Love him for life. But that him not caring about his body, just caring about his team. That's how I played. <laughs> and I always, I was like, I'm gonna be fucking Darujita. I think that's the reason why I wanted to be play be shortstop because of Derek Jeter. And there were plenty of times that I used to run after foul balls and make plays like that and ram ram into the fucking fence and have, like, bruises and shit because I didn't care. I wanted to be him. I feel like that was the closest way I can get to him is just to be him. But yeah, so Derek Jeter's a major league baseball Hall of Famer. In July, I guess they're doing their induction or whatever they do up there in cooperstown but i've never been to cooperstown and i want to go to see the fucking um hall of fame but yeah that was so that recording in the beginning was me freaking the fuck out wondering if he was there um like or if he was on his way there doing an interview oh my god why would i put my leg this way dumb but yeah oh my god i fucking love Derek Teter so much it's so funny because me and my my cousin She's a few years older than me, and we always, and one, she's a fucking Red Sox fan, so she can go fuck herself, but I love her so much. She's a few years older than me, and we always fight off who's, who Derek Jeter's wife is, and I'm like, it's me, go fuck yourself, I'm his wife, and you ain't shit, <laughs> and, um, and we always go back and forth, and he's like, no, he's, he's mine, I'm like, listen, bitch, you don't know anything, you're not even a Yankee fan, like, get the fuck out of here, but, um, yeah. <laughs> We always used to fight about this. And we still do sometimes to this day when, like, he gets brought up and we just look at each other like a fucking bitchy's mine. But, um, well, a couple years ago, I think, I don't even, I honestly can't tell you the year because I do not remember the year. I'm pretty sure I was maybe 13, 14, so prior to 2003, 2004. And, um, he, we went, she took me to a Yankee game with her. She's not even a fucking Yankee fan. But whatever, she took me, so I was fine with it. Um, so we went to a Yankee game. And was I that young? I honestly don't remember. It might have been I might have been a little older. I know I was in high school, so I probably wasn't thirteen. So the the ages between fourteen and eighteen, I don't remember what year. But we went to um we went to the Yankee game and I don't remember the seats. I don't remember honestly don't remember anything about the game. The only part that really stuck out was afterwards. I've never I've got to several Yankee games, like with my family, with friends, but um I've never waited for the players to be, like, to leave the stadium. Me and my family, we usually leave fucking seventh inning so we don't get caught in traffic. Um, But with my cousin, she was like, let's wait. Um, Let's wait by where the players leave so we can, like, maybe get some, get lucky and get some autographs and stuff. I was like, fuck yeah, (laughs) I want to see Terry Cheater. And I've always been the type, like, I don't fangirl. Fangirl. I don't fangirl for many, for anybody, honestly. But he's the only one I... I'm like, oh my god, he's like, I'm, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm like, like, yeah, he's the only person that I've. Oh, there go my dogs. That means that my parents probably just got here. Um, he's the only person that I've ever fangirl for till this day. I'm fucking twenty nine years old, and he's the only person I ever fangirl for. And I also loved, I love Justin Timberlake. So you know, like, I I love him too, and I go to all his concerts, but I would never be like, oh. Yeah. Just, jt don't no, i'm derek jeter is the person that i'm like i love you for the rest of my fucking life i don't care what you do i will love you forever um but um so at this game we finally we i stay with my cousin obviously because she's my ride um, but i stayed with my cousin and we watched the players um leave because they were actually leaving to go to an away series and um so the players are leaving and my cousins, they're like, oh, can we get an autograph? I actually got an autograph from Robinson Cano and Gary Sheffield. That's that's how you know that it was a while ago. Gary Sheffield was on, on the team. And the funniest fucking part about this was so funny because the hat I was wearing, I remember the hat I was wearing was a pink hat that said number two and Jeter. It wasn't even a fucking Yankee hat. It, just, it was a Jeter hat. And this is the hat I presented to both Cano and Sheffield to sign for me. And I remember Sheffield looks at the hat and then looks at me like he's, like, hurt <laughs> because it's not even a Yankee hat. It's just a Jeter hat. And I was like, dude, I love him. Like, I don't know why you look at me like that. And I could care less. I didn't even give a fuck. And um, he just signed it and, like, laughed it, laughed it off. And then Cano signed signed it. He was kind of a dick, but whatever. And Cano signed it. And then um, A-Rod was not there. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. i De- no, Derek. I remember Derek Jeter walking while the sh- canoe was signing my hat, and I literally just fucking froze, watching him walk to um to the bus, and I was like, oh my god, like I was having a fucking panic attack. And my cousin's like Jeter, Derek, <laughs> Like she's like his fucking best friend, and I'm here like oh my god, like I was about to fucking break down in tears just staring at him, I'm like, oh my god, I love him so much, <laughs> can you, and like, I was like, can you sign my hat, please, yeah, cause he's gonna fucking hear me, he's already in the bus, and I'm just staring at the bus, like, uh, uh, maybe he can see me, like, what are the chances, <laughs> but that happened, that was probably the fucking funniest, like, ever, I literally just froze while Cano was signing my hat, I didn't give a fuck about him, and I was just like, oh. Uh, It was, it was, it was something else, dude. It was so funny. But yeah, so congratulations to fucking Derek Jeter for making it to the Hall of Fame. And that one motherfucker who didn't vote for him, I will find you. And I will hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you because I don't even know you. But, like, you're dumb. Did you just do it to be like, uh, I didn't vote for Derek Jeter? Like, you're dumb. You fucking asshole. Whatever. Anyway, besides that point... So, Derek Jeter is the love of my life, and I love him forever, and I will never forget. And his wife, you know what upsets me? His wife is hot as fuck, but you know what hurts the soul the most about his wife? She's my age, <laughs> yo. She's also twenty nine years old. She was twenty six when they got married, and I was also twenty six when they got married. You know, but um, yeah, that was great. Oh, so when, my, when Jeter had his first daughter, it was so funny. I go to my brother. I was like, oh, yeah, Jeter had a kid. I'm like, and he named her Emily. And my brother was like, get the fuck out of here for real. I'm like, yeah, dude, he named her Emily. Her name is um, her name is Emily Jeter. <laughs> I didn't even try to give her a middle name. I was like, yeah, her name is Emily Jeter. He's like, no, that's fucking insane, yo. He named her after you. I'm like, I know, right? Yo, he believed that for so long until so I was like, Dumbass, he did not name her Emily. He <laughs> was such a fucking idiot. But it was so fucking funny. Oh my god, I love Derek Jeter so much. Like, I miss watching baseball because I ref- I don't watch it anymore. I w- won't watch it on TV. I don't care anymore because there's no Derek Jeter. And I try every once in a while to, like, if, like, during the World Series, I'll watch some. Like, I watched the World Series where the Cubs won just because it was the Cubs the first time they won. It was It was exciting. But um, I don't watch Yankee games anymore. I go to I go to baseball games and I people watch. I don't even watch the game. I go there for, for to drink for the for the fucking atmosphere, to have fun. But I don't really care for the game anymore, and it's kind of sad. But whatever. Hopefully, there's like something that brings me back to it. But I doubt it. Anyway, but yeah. So I thought I saw Derek Jeter, but I highly doubt I saw him, cause um, it was like probably one o'clock in the afternoon when I um went to lunch and I was like driving out and I thought I saw him but the only reason I thought I saw him is because I saw this really fancy car pull up to MLB and I was like yo that has to be him (laughs) that has to be fucking Derek but honestly who knows it could have fucking been Derek I don't know who knows man but I know that he was in town on Wednesday because of the interview and the press conference oh god I love water so much but yeah so I could have saw him, saw him. I don't know what word that is. I could have saw him. Oh my god, I love him so fucking much. It's redonkulous. <sighs> I guess I should move on from that topic. But um, I'm wanna I'm going to Cooperstown this fucking summer to see his whatever they put up. I'm guessing it's a plaque. I'm gonna see it, and I'm gonna go to Cooperstown this summer to go to the fucking um Hall of Fame. And I also wanna see for the the girls um. Major League whatever the fuck they called it back then. Yo, where is my brain, dude? Like the the fucking reason why um a league of their own is one of my favorite movies is because it was about women playing baseball during World War II. Like, hello. Was it World War II? I'm pretty sure it was World War II. <laughs> a league, that means A League of Their Own was for Where was it? Da-da-da-da-da. I'm sorry, I've been listening to musicals, um all because I went to go see um I went to go see Mean Girls on Broadway, which was fucking dope. And uh what the fuck am I looking for again? Oh, a League of Their Own. Where's the wiki for this fucking shit? Wiki Bicker wiki, Wick wiki, wiki. But yeah, so I've been listening to musicals a lot this whole fucking week. I've been, like, really into it. Like, it happens to me all the time. I go in and out of, like, different genres. But because I just saw Mean Girls this past Sunday, was it Sunday? What was the day? The day before Martin Luther King Day. So, yeah, that was Sunday. Um, I saw Mean Girls with two of my BS shells. And it was fucking awesome. So, hold on. I have to see what this is about. 1943. Yeah. That was during World War II, man. That was right. But yeah, so, um, and the reason for A League of Their Own is because it's about the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, and they are in, um, Cooperstown, they're in the Hall of, the Baseball Hall of Fame, so I also wanted to go up there to see that too, and A League of Their Own is one of my favorite fucking movies, you know, I never realized that my favorite movies, I think it's like my top favorite movies, majority of the people in it or person, is fucking Tom Hanks. Maybe I'm just a super-duper Tom Hanks fan, and I didn't even realize it. Because The League of Their Own, Tom Hanks is in it. Castaway, Tom Hanks and fucking Wilson. Um, Forrest Gump, a Tom Hanks. And that's all I got right now. I can't think of the other ones. But Tom Hanks. my top three are all Tom Hanks movies. Like, hello, I think I'm a Tom Hanks fan. Honestly, he's a he's, he's a national treasure, Tom Hanks. Love that motherfucker. But, uh, but yeah, so I went to go see Mean Girls with uh, my two friends uh, with Carrie and Kristen. And um, Carrie had bought these tickets for Kristen's birthday because she couldn't make it to um, she couldn't make it to Kristen's um, trip that we went to, to DR. So she bought these tickets for us to like go together to go see Mean Girls because that's our thing. Us three, we like going to go see Broadway shows together, and we have this rule. Where what happens on in Broadway, like, stays in Broadway. And I don't mean that in a sexual sense. <laughs> I mean it like we cry in these movies or these shows because some of them are fucking emotionally draining. Like, Dear Evan Hansen, holy fuck me. I never cried so much in my entire life. Okay, I'm lying. I have. But for a show, dude, it was insane. Um, an amazing fucking show. Ben Platt, amazing motherfucker but it was like emotionally draining and non-stop crying. And so we have this rule that we don't judge each other on our crying, judge on our sobbing faces or ugly cry faces because sometimes these movies shows they just fucking get you in the feels and you can't help yourself but fucking cry. Me, honestly, I cry for everything because I'm like just an emotional fuck, but I only cry for like movies and um like shows and stuff like that. So I usually am a crier, and I don't really care if anybody sees me crying, but um, my other friends are not, they don't really show emotions for in that way, in, like, movies and shows and stuff. Um, but I do, so I don't really give a fuck. But for them, they were like, we have a rule. We don't judge each other on, like, our crying faces or whatever. So, um, but yeah, so that, that's, like, our rule. And it's usually us three, we like to go together. Um, and we, so we, this weekend, we saw Mean Girls. And honestly, I was like kind of skeptical at first when I first heard about Mean Girls being turned into a Broadway show. And I was like, like, how are they going to even do it? Like, what songs can they even think of? Like, what are they even going to do? And um, I was pleasantly motherfucking surprised. This show was hilarious. It was so fun, much funnier than even than the movie, because I don't even remember myself laughing that much as much as I did for the movie as I did for the show. It was so fucking funny. And the guy that played Damien, I absolutely love him. I want to keep him. I want to put him in my pocket and have him forever. I love him so much. This show was hilarious. The performers were incredible. I'm telling you, the person that played Regina George, dude, she can sing, yo. She, like, was belting out this insane... it, It was... Fucking phenomenal! I had goosebumps the entire time. Like these people were, perf like per fucking professionals. They're so good, and it was amazing to watch. And I loved everything about it. And we had really great seats. Like Carrie did it up, dude. Like I was just like yo, I was just dumb fucking found. Yeah, so we went to go see Mean Girls. Um, we've seen what other shows have we seen together? Um, we've seen. So we've seen Mean Girls, obviously, we've seen um, Dear Evan Hansen together, we've seen the Carol King show, I don't know if that's what it was called, but we've seen Carol King, um, we've seen a whole bunch of shows together and I can't remember them. But yeah, I'm like, I love musicals, I love Broadway, I love the whole thing, I feel like uh, I don't know what they're talking about. Let's listen to this. My mom's yelling at my brother or something. <laughs> apparently. Apparently my brother's been... My brother's been showering and my parents shower. And my mom's pissed. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, so like I love musicals. I love singing. I love like the whole thing. I think I was meant to be on Broadway. Honestly, like I love... Acting, never done it, but I'm sure I'd be good at it. <laughs> I'm so cocky, yo. I have that's the confidence I have in my home that I feel like I won't be such a good actor. Like I, I could do voices, like I can like just be amazing, you know. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, that's me. I think I could be an actor. I don't think I could ever do Broadway though, cause that's tough. You have to act, sing, well not always on Broadway, it's not always a musical, but in my case, I would want to do musicals because I love singing, but that has to be, it it's so hard, you have to remember your lines, you have to remember your fucking choreography, and you have to remember the words to the lyrics and stuff to the songs, and then to do that live, like, there's no cuts, and there you can't, like, cut because you fucked up and just do it again, it doesn't, that's not how live works, apparently. And I don't know if I would be, I don't know if I could do that. I could probably do those musicals, like, like a high school musical thing. <laughs> I could do high school musical. They, what, they get, like, 28-year-olds to play 15-year-olds. <laughs> I could do that. I could fucking be a 29-year-old fucking junior in high school. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I think in a past life, I was, like, um, a very, ex- like, what's the word I'm looking for? A very flamped. Um, phleg- buoyant and out in your face actress like i am amazing at everything i do i was like um i don't know what i'm trying to say but i was amazing i knew i was amazing in my past life because i'm amazing now in my present life but yeah oh my god i can't breathe i don't know why i can't breathe i don't think i'm sick but yeah so as you guys heard if you guys heard last week's episode um i had my friends on And it was honestly probably one of the best episodes. It was so much fun talking with them and bullshitting with them. And actually having it, like, recorded. Because that's how our conversations go a lot of the time. Sometimes we we literally just make fun of each other. Talk shit about each other. And then, um, laugh about it. And it's great. A lot of the time, wine's involved. Because we do this thing, usually in the summers, because it's the warmest, (laughs) obviously. But, um, we do this thing called, um porch wine and we go to someone's porch or balcony in my case my um my driveway and um we'll just drink and bullshit and talk and that's basically what we do and it's so much fun and we try to give each other advice if anybody needs advice and like it's just like a, a nice thing to do i don't know it's i don't know how it started but it's been we do it all the time well we try to do it all. well we've tried to do it all the time uh, I feel like one summer, I don't think it was last summer, it might have been the summer before, like we were literally, to- literally, we were literally together like every day in the summer, which is rare because we kind of see each other maybe on the weekends, maybe every other weekend, like we didn't, really- we didn't really see each other every day, but I feel like that summer we either hung out every weekend or we saw each other every day, we did something like every day we were like seeing each other, which is insane because like who wants to see each other all the time, and you get bored of them, I'm already bored of them, but I love them, I love you guys. But yeah, so that's what we do. We do like porch wine. And um, so the last week was a lot of fun having them on and talking about um, DR and stuff where I almost fucking died um, and talking a little bit about what we did in New Orleans for Carrie's Bachelorette. That was like a lot of fun. I don't think we ever sat down and really talked about um, our little experiences that we've done, that we've had, that we've done together. But with the with my girls, um, there are, how many of us are there? Hold on, let me count, it. Let me count this up. So it's me. It's Carrie, it's Kristen, it's Jenna, it's Erin, it's Christine. So Christine was the only one that wasn't there last week. But um usually us six we try to do like a yearly girls trip and the first time we went, our first trip was to I wanna say it was okay, our first girl trip ever that we took together, I wanna say was it was Jamaica. And that was in like two thousand thirteen. And we had a grand old time and that was when, um, I told you guys that story about when the Jamaican men just really liked me. (laughs) I was very popular and people wanted to come in me and I was like, "Mm, not today, but thank you for the offer. Um, and so that trip was our first girl's trip and Christine couldn't make it to that trip because she had a fucking emergency gallbladder removal that dumb, dumb. It's not her fault, but I love her. Um. So she couldn't make it to that trip, but then our next um, trip we had was a couple years ago. I think it was two thousand sixteen, maybe. We went to um, Salem, Massachusetts, because we're all we all love um, the movie. I feel like I know the name of this movie. This there's a thing that goes on in my brain where it doesn't remember things. So just give me a um, segundo. It's about three of the Sanderson sisters. <laughs> Can't remember the name. Um, Hocus Pocus. There it is. So we're all fans of Hocus Pocus. And um, we got to go see where they filmed some things. The house that they filmed Hocus Pocus at. Um, we got to see the park where... That scene in the park where... um. What's his face? What the fuck is his name? You know, whatever. Danny's brother. <laughs> when he bikes across from school, he... Cr- bikes across to this this park in the beginning part that's like the park that you see and then um we got just a few other things honestly salem is so beautiful they have like this kind of it's not really a main street but it has the main attractions i guess like for tourists and stuff and there's this bewitched statue that's beautiful i fucking loved it and um there's a whole bunch of shit like carrie and christine did um not terror what is it called a psychic reading i guess they did that out there, which is probably the creepiest place to do it, just because it's Salem, and it's very, you know, like, the Salem witch trials and like that whole thing. And we did a tour, which was so much fun, and so funny that our tour guides are for, were from Jersey, and they were the ones doing, like, this weird Salem tour. It was, it was honestly so, it was so weird. They ended up, like, loving us because they were like, you're from Jersey, we're from Jersey, ah, we love you, and then they, they gave us a special present they didn't give anybody else <laughs> It was just a pen, but it was a pen that looked like a broom, like a witch's broom that would ride on it. But yeah, so they took us on a tour. That tour was honestly, it was so much fun because they told us like some history about like the Salem witches and like different like I guess creepy haunted houses that they have on different blocks in Salem. And then they sh- they sent a- they showed us this um. What is it called? Like this cemetery where all the witches like that, well the supposed witches were um were like kind of like a, a memorial for them so that was pretty cool and yeah so Salem was fun and then after Salem we went to then the following year we went to Newport Rhode Island I want to say it was Newport Rhode Island was the next the following year and um that trip was actually finally all all six of us because Kristen couldn't make it to the Salem trip um but This one, the Newport Rhode Island trip was all of us, and, um, that was a lot of fun. We had a really nice room that was actually, like, a suite. It had, like, two bedrooms, uh, a fucking living room, like, the whole shit. It was awesome. And, um, on that trip, we did, like, another weird, like, we, like, really some... Because we always end up going like assholes. We decide to go north in the fucking winter. So the first trip was to Salem was in fucking November. So we drove up to Mass in November, it was fucking freezing, and then the following year, we went to Newport, Rhode Island, in either October or November again, another fucking northern trip, in the cold, like Dumas is that we are, but we had a fucking good time, we went, we did a, a, I guess a wine tasting, because it technically wasn't like a vineyard thing, so yeah, we did a wine tasting, which was really good. I bought like fucking seventy nine bottles. I only bought two bottles. But I bought like some bottles. We drank there and I'm like obsessed with kinda of like photography and stuff. So I was just like taking pictures of the fucking vineyard and taking pictures of my friends. I was being like a weird paparazzi. Um and then we did some other shit, but Rhode Island is so nice. I would I if I could, I would move to Newport. Newport's like really nice. And um so that was another one. That was like a four hour trip ride, like a drive or whatever. Um and then this past year, we went to, we had two trips this past year. One of them was a girl's trip, which was Carrie's bachelorette to um, New Orleans. And then we had another trip in December this last month. We went to Houston and the guys were included, our guy friends, were a part of this trip, which was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, so like we try to do trips every year. I don't know why how I got on this topic i'm fucking lost right now i don't know how i got here but um but yeah so we try to do all these trips together and this year i'm trying for my birthday i extended the invitation to them if they wanted to go to dr for my birthday so for my birthday in april um i know i'm going to dr and um so i invited them and a, a few of them already have purchased their like they've booked the um, the rooms and stuff in the, the resort and all that shit And I'm booking my shit this am I when am I booking my shit? Did I book mine already? No. I don't know. I think I'm booking mine next week. I had no I haven't booked it yet, so I think I'm booking mine next week. But um obviously I have to wait for payday. (laughs) Because I just got back from a trip and I am broke. So I have to wait for payday to get to book it. So I'm booking it next week. And um so yeah, so this is exciting. I'm really excited about this. I'm so excited. (laughs) So I'm going up for my birthday, I'm going to DR for my birthday for my 30th and yeah man I'm like so hype I can't wait I mean I'm like really excited but yeah I honestly don't have anything else to talk about because I've just been thinking about Derek Jeter this whole time I've <laughs> I've also been watching it's so funny how you watch obviously there's a whole bunch of videos now coming up with Derek Jeter's um you know his highlights and this whole thing because he's a hall of famer now and I just watched them, and I watched their like interviews and like commentators talking about him, and even commentators like football commentators talking about Derek Jeter. And I, there's been a lot of like backhanded compliments of this dude. Like one guy was like, "Oh yeah, Derek Jeter is he's, he's amazing. He um he he definitely deserves to be in the the Hall of Fame. Is he the best Yankee? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, shut up, bitch. He's the best Yankee, and my heart." He's he's in my heart, but yeah, (laughs) I'm like so like angry for him. But like obviously, people have their opinions and shit. And no, I don't. He's probably not the best Yankee, but he is the best Yankee. He's the best Yankee ever, ever. That's all I have to say about that. Just so everybody understands where I'm coming from. But yeah, guys. So that's been like my week. Just Derek Jeter, the play. On um the the musical on Sunday, what did I do Saturday? Saturday I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything Saturday. Um, last Friday I was with my friends. This will we recorded at um Carrie's place, and yeah, I haven't done anything till then. Since then, I haven't really done much. <laughs> I'm not doing anything this weekend probably. Oh, I know that's the Grammys this weekend, um, but. I'm not going to watch it, because I, I don't watch the Grammys anymore. But, uh, I hope, who's who's fucking, let me see who's nominated, I want to see who's nominated. I hope, I think Lizzo's nominated, I hope she wins something, I fucking love Lizzo. Um, Grammy, 2020. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Who's performing? Who? Ooh, all performers, yeah, let's get this. Who is performing? Apparently Billie Eilish is performing. Ariana Grande is performing. Lizzo's performing. Oh, I love Lizzo. Maybe I will watch it. Well, you guys will find out next week if I watch it or not. But yeah. Okay, so now that we just hit the topic of music, I think it's time for... I'm sorry. Get. Okay? So, in the spirit of being of going to a Broadway show I was like maybe I'll do a Broadway song right I was I wanted to do a song for Mean Girls but I don't know the words yet so I will learn the words avenge but I don't know the words right now so I'm going to go to my next favorite song and I don't know if there's going to be much explaining or I guess breaking down of lyrics but here you'll see my, my range of acting singing not so much singing because i don't think i'm gonna sing for real um and obviously not my choreo because <laughs> i'm sitting down but um the song that i want to do is what's it called dude it's from the musical chicago and if you don't know the musical chicago um it's about these like infamous women that um were fucking murderers and shit <laughs> and they got arrested and blah, blah 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 and like this is what it's about <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about um what's the song name that i wanted to do it's one there in the, the jail house is that what it's called jail um list of songs list of songs motherfucker where is it cell block tango is the song okay cell block tango lyrics <coughs> <coughs> are you guys ready should I put it on um on YouTube as well? So I know what's happening. <laughs> uh oh, where's the volume on this shit? Okay. Here it is. I really can't hear anything. Oh, cuz I put the volume down. That makes sense. Um okay, let's go YouTube. Let's go YouTube. YouTube.com. So the fir- I haven't actually seen Chicago on Broadway yet. But I've, um, I've seen the movie with Queen Latifah, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Renee Zellweggis. Um, who else is in it? Um, Richard, Richard Gere? Um, who else is in this motherfucking movie? Um, mama, 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 mama Mia, here I go again. Um, oh, Maya. Remember Maya? From, um, that song that she did? <laughs> yo yeah. I'm all over the place. Okay, cell block, tango, tango from the movie. Okay, this is probably going to have like dance breaks and stuff, but I'm still going to watch it. Well, I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to watch it just so I know what the fuck is happening. Right now, in the scene, it's Renee Zellweger's character. It's, um, she's laying down in her cell, and she hears the water drip dripping into a beat. Yeah, yeah. Drip drip. Boom. Drip drip. Boom. Drip drip. Boom. Uh, this is taking really fucking long. Oh, somebody's nails. That's how it comes. <laughs> Pop. Six. Squish. aha uh-huh. Cicero. Lip shits. That's how it starts. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Oh, and what's his face? Um, the fucking guy with the face. I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. So that, that repeats like four times. So it goes, it's pop, six, squish, uh-uh. Cicero Lipschitz, and that repeats four times, and you'll understand what that means when we continue on. Okay, so, you're going on to the first verse, what is it? I need water because my voice, so okay, here we go. I feel like you're very close, and it's going to hurt your ears, and I'm very sorry about this. Mm-hmm. that's not how it goes i'm sorry okay so he goes he had it coming he had it coming he only had himself to blame if you'd have been there if you'd have seen it i bet you you would have done the same and then it goes pop six squish uh-uh this Lipshits, pop six, squish, uh huh, Cicero, lipshits. Oh my god, Uh, hold your face. That was exhausting. I don't think I could do this this Broadway stuff. Lipshits, pop six, squish, Cicero, (laughs) lipshits. Sorry, I'm watching the video. I don't know if you can listen hear it. He had it coming. He only had himself to blame. If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I betcha you, you would have done the same. Thanks. Uh-huh. Lipshits. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so. This is the first line. So they're talk. Obviously, Broadway, you talk sing. This is where they're talking. So she goes, You know how people have these little habits that get you down, like Bernie. Bernie, he liked to chew gum. No, not chew, pop. And they do the pop thing in the video, okay? um. So I came home this one day, and I'm really irritated. I'm such a good actor. And I'm looking for a little sympathy. And there's Bernie, lying on the couch, drinking a beer, and chewing. No, not chewing. Popping. (laughs) I should get a fucking Oscar for this. So I said to him, I said, you pop that gum one more time. And he did. So I took the shotgun off the wall and I fired two warning shots into his head. (laughs) I feel so villainous. (laughs) So clearly that's why she's in jail. Um, And then it goes into the chorus again. He had it coming. He had it coming. He only had himself to blame. If you'd have been there, if you'd have heard it, I bet you you would have done the same. Okay. So let's watch the video again, because I really like this. (sighs) Coming. He had it coming. Okay. So now this is the next person. Okay, what does she do? Oh, I can't remember this one. Okay. I met Ezekiel Young from Salt Lake City about two years ago. And he told me he was single and we hit it off right away. (laughs) I'm such a good actor, guys. Um, So we started living together. He'd go to work. He'd come home. I'd fix him a drink. And we'd have dinner. And then I found out single, he told me. Single my ass. Not only was he married. Oh, no. He had six wives. One of those Mormons, you know? So that night, when he came home from work, I fixed him his drink, as usual. You know, some guys just can't hold their arsenic. (laughs) Yo, these bitches are fucking crazy. Yo, Chicago was crazy back then. Okay, then we go back into... He had it coming. He had it coming. He took a flower in its prime. That's new. <laughs> and then he used it. And he abused it. It was a murder but not a crime. I'm sorry, I had to move my mic because I got caught myself. So that was a new line. Okay, so he said he had to coming, he had it coming. He took a flower in his prime. Avi, the flower is the lady in her prime where she's trying to find herself, especially then, I think it was like in her 20s, she's trying to find herself a man that got money, and then this dude comes up and he's like, I'm single, let's make a life together, and then he has a fucking wife. Excuse me, not only one wife, he has six wives. So honestly, you get that arsenic, girl. You kill him, you kill him. I feel like this says a lot about me as a person that this is one of my favorite songs from the fucking musical. Do I condone murder? No. Do I condone, condone, condone murder in a musical form? Yes. And a nice dance number, please. That'd be fucking great. Okay. Why doesn't he have all the words here? They lied to me. They lied to me here. Hold on, I'm sorry. Somebody, um, fuck this up and then give me all the words. <laughs> okay. I took a flower in his prime. If you would have been there, if you would have seen it this is so long where are we uh okay i did that when already. okay now the next person is june i need to hear how she does it just so i can get into character just give me one second mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-huh oh here she comes oh okay okay i'm, I'm in the zone i'm in the zone i'm ready i'm ready Okay, here we go. This is June's character. She goes, Now I'm standing in the kitchen, carving up the chicken for dinner, minding my own business. In stores my husband, Wilbur, in a jealous rage. You've been screwing the milkman, he says. He was crazy. And he kept on screaming, You've been screwing the milkman. And then he ran into my knife. He ran into my knife ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I... Fucking love this musical. I love this song. I love everything about it. (laughs) If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you you would have done the same. Oh, Oh, this one's hard because this is not English. (laughs) You know, I've never, I want to fucking Google. I want to copy this, not copy the link. So this next character, I think she's French. But this does not look French. She could not. She could be something else. Okay, I'm gonna translate this because I wanna know exactly what she says because I cannot do it. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do that language. Uh, translate. Translate. Enter text. Uh, okay. So. Oh, Hungarian. She was Hungarian. Thank you, Google for detecting the language. Okay, so this next character, I should have figured by the name. Her name is Hunyak. Hunyak. That's that's her. Okay, so her verse she says, what am I doing here? Say it that the famous house and had captured my brother. Okay, this is probably not correctly translated. Captured my brother. I hit him. I hit my head, but it's not true. I'm not realistic. (laughs) I don't know. Because he says Uncle Sam how I did. I tried. I was told by the police, but they were not persecuted. Okay, that was obviously probably not translated correctly. But whatever. You get the point. Somebody tried to kill her brother. Somebody killed her brother, but she hit her head. She doesn't remember. She doesn't do She didn't do it. And then they said Uncle Sam did it. She knew Uncle Sam did it, but... um. She tried to tell the police that it was Uncle Sam, but they didn't persecute him. They persecuted her. So now she's innocent in jail. And then Roxy, one of the, um, what's her name? R- not Renee Zellweger's character, the character she's playing, this is Roxy. Um, she says, yeah, but did you do it? And then hunyuk said, uh-uh, not guilty. <laughs> and then all the women come together. He had it coming, he had it coming. And then Velma comes in. Oh, Velma is um, Catherine Zeta-Jones' character. I need to get into character again. I need to watch her. I'm sorry. Bravo, Tom. Yeah, but did you do it? Uh-uh. Not guilty. Uh, Okay, here we go. So now we get back to Catherine Zeta. Catherine Zeta's scene. Play, please. Stop being a hoe ass hoe. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be this way right now? I need to get into character. Why would you do this to me? Oh no, my laptop is being a bitch. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what just happened, but it's not working. Why is Catherine Zeta's part not working? I'm kind of in character. So Velma is Catherine Zeta's character. She says, My sister Veronica and I had this double act, and my husband Charlie traveled around with us. Now, for the last number in our act, we did this 20 acrobatic tricks in a row. One, two, three, four, five splits, spread eagles, backflips, flip-flops, one right after the other. (laughs) That was so hard. So this one night before the show, we're down at Hotel Cicero. The three of us boozing, having a few laughs, and we run out of ice. So I went out to get some. I come back, open the door, and there's Veronica and Charlie doing number 17, the spread eagle. (laughs) Well, I was in such a state of shock I completely blacked out. I can't remember a thing. It wasn't until later when I was washing the blood off my hands that I knew they were dead. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm such a good actor. (laughs) Why hasn't anybody called me for my Oscar? Oh my god! <clears throat> so basically, what that said, what she said was that um, her and her, her she called her sister and her husband fucking, and then she killed them. But obviously, she quote unquote killed them. She didn't kill them supposedly, but she killed them. Um, okay. Oh my god! So then we go into they had it coming. They had it coming. They had it coming all along. I didn't do it. But if I'd done it, how could you tell me that I was real? And then we go into the thing and they had a comment, they had a comment, they had a comment. Oh. Okay, then we move to the next one who is Maya's character and the character's name is Mona. Okay, let's get to Mona. It was a dance break, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, here we go. I'm in I'm in character. I loved that Lipschitz more than I could possibly say. He was a real artistic guy, sensitive, a painter. But he was always trying to find himself. He'd go out every night looking for himself, and on the way he'd find Ruth, Gladys, Rosemary, and Irving. I guess you can say we broke up because we had our, of our artistic differences. He saw himself as alive, and I saw him dead. <coughs> the dirty bum, 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 bum. The dirty bum, 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 bum. They had it coming. Okay, then that's how it goes. They had it coming all along. Oh my god. Okay, so you remember the beginning when it said, um, it said, pop, six, squish, uh-uh, Cicero Lipschitz. So pop was the popping of the gum for um, Liz's character, the one that didn't like the chewing of gum. And then uh, six was Annie's character, the one that met Ezekiel Young from Salt Lake City, that he said he was single, but he had six wives. That was that one. And then what's the next one? Um, Squish was the one for she was carving the, um, the chicken and the milkman and her husband came in saying, you've been screwing the milkman. And he was like, Yeah, man, brother really And then she was like, He ran into my knife. He ran into my knife ten times. That was Squish. And then, um, uh uh, was the one that was innocent. Ugh, poor girl. And then Velma's character was Cicero. And that was, um, I guess it was Club Cicero or Hotel Cicero, somewhere Cicero. And then Lipschitz was obviously um, Mona's character. Which is Al Lipschitz. Excuse me. Al Lipschitz, which was his um, his name. So that's where that shit came from. But yeah, so this movie is basically... I'll read you the synopsis. I'm going to give you a fucking... A, a fucking, a fucking, a fucking. I don't know what I'm saying. I will read you the synopsises of this play. Synopsis. Tell me the synopsis. So... I fucking love this movie. Well, it's a musical. It was first on Broadway, and then it turned into a movie. I'm pretty sure. Um, Chicago musical. I want to see it in um, I want to see it live for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay, let me give you the. Okay, not history. Why is there history? Oh, this is based off of something for real, for real. Okay, um, Chicago is an American musical with music by blah blah blah. Um, and book by blah, 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 set in Chicago in the Jazz Age, which is the 1920s. Um, the musical is based on the 1926 play of the same name by reporter Maureen Dallas Watkins about actual crimes, actual criminals and the crimes on which she reported. The story is the story is a satire on corruption in the administration of criminal justice and the concept of celebrity criminals. Yo, this was fucking for real, for real. For real, for real, for real. Okay, so the synopsis, um, Thelma Kelly, which is the one um, Catherine Zeta-Jones plays in the movie version of this thing, is, she's like a, obviously she's like a celebrity already, and they, she killed her husband and her sister. She's in jail. Roxy Hart, who's like an up, she's like a coarse girl. She's like an up and coming. She wants to be famous. She kills her, um, her lover because uh, he said he was going to make her famous and he never did and he just kind of like was using her and fucked her on the side. And then she killed him because she was pissed and she was actually married. So there was that. <laughs> That's basically the whole concept. So they are trying to get off of getting, um, put to death, and, um, so they think of them being famous would get them out of going, like, getting the death sentence, and, um, so that's, like, the whole, basically the whole thing of the movie, is them trying to be famous to get out of jail so they do not, just so they're not killed and sentenced to death, so that's, like, the whole thing of it, and Billy is, um, who's played by Richard Beer in the movie, is the lawyer The very famous lawyer that gets them out. So that's what happens. That's basically the whole thing of the fucking movie. And um, like Roxy and Velma, they want to be like super famous girls. I can't explain this fucking thing. This is too long. But you should definitely just watch the movie. (laughs) So Block Tango is like my favorite fucking song on there, which is kind of funny. Uh, Well, yeah, guys. That's all I have for us today. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was all over the fucking place because I'm all over the place. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening guys. If you want to, um, follow me on Instagram, the Instagram is at life as a moon. Also my personal Instagram is at E M underscore I L Y four twenty one, And also you can go hit up the blog. The blog is life as a moon.com and yeah, just come listen, tell your friends to come listen and just, I'm everywhere. I'm on Spotify, on App- Apple podcasts, on Google podcasts on Breaker, on um, Anchor, everywhere. Very easy to find. Just type in Life is the Moon and it'll pop up and it's going to be awesome. So just come listen to me. Thanks, okay? Just come listen to me, okay? I love you guys. Okay, love you from the moon and back.